nurse's station. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's me, Matt. Hi everybody, it's Kat. And you're here, you're on the 10th floor. You've risen, ridden the elevator all the way up to the top. You got off the elevator, you look to the left, and you can see Britt longingly staring at her staff, hoping that one day they can forgive her. And then if you look over the nurse's station, you can see that entire staff completely ignoring her. Yeah. Totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. Being like, oh, thanks for the, not even, oh, thanks for the shots. Nothing. Nothing. Just, just done. Just. Yeah. Where did these mystery drinks come from? <laughs> Should we send them back? No, we're just going to drink them and not say anything to Brit. Like, okay, I know that Brit has done some bad things. Mm-hmm. I know that Brit is, um... The Britch, you know? Yeah. I know that for years and years and years and years and years, this woman has earned a nickname. Yes, she has. But, did she deserve all that? I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't know. I guess it's a little taste of her previous medicine. It's a little taste of her medicine, but those girls were catty, mean girls. They were catty and mean. Yeah. They should, you know what? She had, she had that coming a little bit at the bar, but, man, oh man. They should have invited her after they, you know, gave her a hard old time and were mean to her and got yeah. their belly full of that. Yeah. They should have said, come on over here, Britt. You know, and there was a couple opportunities to do that. Um, there was an opportunity for um, for um, Terry herself. Yeah. There was an opportunity for Terry. Yeah. Terry said it wasn't her place. Actually, I think it was. Um and it was Epiphany's place, too. Epiphany got up and went and talked to her. And it, actually, I was kind of surprised by that because Epiphany is a very strong uh, woman and tells her tells everybody exactly what she's thinking. But she's not a mean, spiteful person. Okay, yeah. She's just a direct person. Yeah. So I, 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 I really think taking those, those six shots as she's going up the stairs to leave the Savoy was just downright mean. It was mean. It was mean. And I'm not sure that Britt exactly deserved all that. And you're right. There was plenty of opportunities that she was giving to these women Mm -hmm. to invite her into the circle. And it's not like she followed them there or anything and knew that this was going on. She just saw her staff. She also saw Terry was there. And she's like, well, this is no good for me. Mm -hmm. You know, um, this is not the life that I want to live. I want to have the relationship with these women that Terry has. I I don't want to be the bridge anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what she's going for. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you're totally right. Um, Terry could have. Epiphany could have. um, And they should have, definitely, when she bought the drinks for the whole table. Because they so. totally, it's not like she bought the drinks and was like, all right, peace, I'm out of here. I'm, look mm-hmm. at my good work. I'm so proud. Mm-hmm. Uh, she bought those drinks. <clears throat> and then when she saw that yet again, they weren't even going to look in her direction. Right. And just drink it. Yeah, they all like shot them together mm-hmm. as she was going up those stairs. And that, and, and she even paused. Yeah. On a, you know, just, just they, those girls could have easily, and then they could have looked up at that stairway. She was feet away at yeah. that point. She was feet away. Yeah. They, they, that was mean. Yeah, yeah, and they, they just, they just should have. That's all. Yes. That's all. That's that's the whole point, folks. If you're out there in the greater world, and somebody, you know, bites a whole, your your whole table a round of shots, at least be like, come on over here, girl, take one of these with us. Mm-hmm. At least do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel bad for it, but yeah. I, I, 
I think that she had a good conversation. I think that she had some breakthrough with Terry. She had some breakthrough with Epiphany. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't quite understand why Elizabeth still seems to be so emotionally attached to what's going on in Jason's life. But her involvement with helping Jason not die from the gunshot wound seems to be kind of working on Elizabeth a little bit, too. A little bit, you know? yeah. I mean, maybe they'll come around, but they could they could have come around on that evening. You know, maybe they, I'm sure they will come around. Unless Sometime. unless unless Britta just decides that uh, she's going to go back to the way she was and start being really hateful and spiteful and yeah. mean and going back to being the Brits, well, then they won't forgive her because they'll have new ammunition. But right. Well... I, I I don't I don't see um, our best friend um, uh, Lisa Lobrecht, mm-hmm. you know our, our our best friend in the world, <laughs> our close dear friend, yes, Lisa Lobrecht. Uh, I just I, I I see her being a more positive driving force in Brit's life than she's ever been, mm-hmm. re, uh, recently compared to the past. So. When it comes time for Brit to, like, if she wants to go back to being the Brit and this, the, the other thing, I feel like Lisa would have something to say about that. Probably. You know, like, I understand that things, things are hard for you, <laughs> but sometimes you have to be the bigger woman. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know who's not the bigger woman? In the entirety of Port Charles. Do you know who is not the bigger woman? Willow? Willow. <laughs> Yes. How did I guess? Uh, because, my no. God. Um, oh, Willow. Oh, Willow. You are in a hole. She is. Of your own making. Yeah, she is. And it is this deep. Snow White has stepped into a hole. Oh, oh dear. I'm just trying to be so pleasant to everybody. How on earth am I ever going to be able to be seen as the town saint if all I do is hurt Chase? <laughs> well, Chase's going to hurt you back, I have a feeling. <laughs> oh, oh, he's so doe-eyed and dumb. There's no way he's ever knowing what I'm up to. I am so good at keeping secrets. <laughs> no way. I have to do the hand press. You have no, to? There's no way I can do this voice without... Without <laughs> pressing my hands together in a prayer. <laughs> yeah, she's a mess, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Willow is... Um, gosh, you know, I know that Harmony, her mother, did some stuff. She sure did. But it's not like Willow is this picture-perfect human being. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know? Mm-mm. And even then, now that I'm really thinking about it in this moment... Her and Elizabeth could be great friends. They walk in. They walk into the Savoy, right? And then they're, they, they're not getting along with, with, with Brit or anything, you know, at all. And then Brit sees them coming to the Savoy, right? And they come in and she goes, Ah, oh, it's Polly and Anna. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> um, Uh, But but Willow, really, um, a very deep hole of her own making because she is not as awesome as she thinks that she is. Uh, We talked about it before in the pod, man. Like, it's so incredibly selfish and self-serving, everything that she's up to. Mm -hmm. And Michael's uh, garbage for just kind of being like, ah, yeah, yeah, this is okay, yeah. It's all right. It's, 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 it's all right. It's all right. Like... Mm -hmm. 
Michael, bro. <laughs> Michael, bro. <laughs> Dude, like, 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 what are you doing, man? Like, <laughs> like that's that's your lady, right? And you're not doing Chase any favors. Mm-mm. You're just being weird. Mm-hmm. So, stop it. But you know, we're gonna. Z- we talked about this before too, where Chase was just so goody gum, you know, goody goody good shoes, and and just Mr. Perfect Man. Um, we're gonna see some darkness in in Chase, and you know, sometimes when he when he looks up, he's sitting in that chair usually because he's a faker. <laughs> <laughs> you can almost see the lightning strike behind but him. But you see him; it, it, he kind of like uh, has his head down and kind of looking. Up and you know, just mm-hmm. he has a like a his eyes kind of sunnyish in a way. You know okay, how yeah, the yeah, whites yeah. of his eyes are showing underneath his pupils so <laughs> much. He's looking up because he's looking up. <laughs> yeah, Sunny does that quite. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, he and yeah, I think Chase. Uh, we're gonna see some dark side of Chase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do. Uh, I do want to note everybody that's listening right now that uh, I, I I came up to Northern California to visit my mother for her birthday, and we're doing this live in person in the same room, and it hasn't been like this in eight months. But I also forgot my microphone, so we're sharing the one. So if the audio is up and down and weird and quiet in some points and much too loud in others, it's entirely our fault, and we don't expect you to forgive us, but we do expect you to listen. So please. Continue to do that. And, and you know, we um, Matt remembered the computer, gratefully, um, <clears throat> that we use for um, for recording our podcast, but he forgot his microphone. And we are so excited to actually be here together. Yeah. Uh, and looking, you know, not looking at each other on a screen and doing our podcast live like we used to. Right. Actually, we've done our po- podcast um separate now longer than we did it together isn't it really i guess i don't know we started in april you moved in december yeah and now it's been april may june july august september october november december it's been about even about even about even yeah okay wow where has the last eight months gone you guys it's been so lightning fast Oh my God! Well, yeah, 2021 has sailed by. You know, here holy it is. smokes! You know, you go in the store now, you can buy some Halloween candy. How now? Did that happen so quickly? <laughs> I don't know. It's almost it's almost time for the uh, the uh, the yearly anniversary of uh, Mary Pat's head floating in the in the apples. Uh. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> the bobbing for apples bucket. Ooh, oh, they, I hope they come up with something. Oh man, you know they have a lot of opportunity to show us something crazy like that when the things start going on. Yeah, I mean, um, so where do we end? We're, in, we're at the, yeah, the end of August, so, you know, Halloween month is in another month or so. Um, I don't know, maybe Esme is just going to get, like, super psycho, because clearly she is an unstable woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I, 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 I got to read on her immediately. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's her, um, um, her, she, she reminds me of Nell. A little bit. She reminds me of Nell a little. Maybe it's the long, straight hair and the and and she's a very thin frame, mm-hmm. like Nell. She just reminds me of Nell a little bit. She yeah. has the potential to be awful as Nell, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, it's 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 an interesting read on her because you know we first saw her just listening in on Ava conversation, right, and just lurking around the yeah, hallways. And you know you can hear a lot of things just lurking around yeah. the hallways in General Hospital because yeah. nobody knows how to have. A private conversation there. Exactly. <laughs> right. 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 So, uh, <laughs> uh, so we saw her. And we're like, "Who's this lady? Mm-hmm. Who is this lady?" 
And then I always watch with captions on. And so she showed up at the party and it said, Esme. Hey, Spence. You mm-hmm. know? And I, and I literally was like, who the F is this? Who the F is Esme? <laughs> uh, Last time I heard the name Esme, it was like one of the characters on the Twilight. Yeah, it's in like the mom or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, Esme. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm like, who's this lady? And she shows up and, and I was floored. I did not expect the Spence has a girlfriend. Yeah, I didn't hear at all. Um, but I mean, I I really feel as though she's the crazy, unstable one that has really pushed Spencer to be doing these things. Yes, as you can see in the conversation that she had with him toward the tail end of of their little interactions this week, where she where he's like da da da. She's like, well, you can never forgive your dad. He was gone for three years, abandoned you. Da da da. Like reminding him of why they're doing that. Yeah, and then you could see in the next scene with uh, Laura and Kevin. His resolve had been strengthened mm-hmm. from that. So she's driving this thing. She's torching cars. She's printing Kiki ID badges that yeah, she didn't just, even tell Spencer about. Right. Just, so, wow. Yeah. She, um, he didn't approve of that whole car thing. No, no. He, he That was too far. It was too far. He wants his, Spencer's things. And I don't know, and I, I, you know, I don't know. Is he been responsible for everything up to now? Or has there been a copycat? Is he a copycat himself? Who knows? Right. Um, but yes, Esme is absolutely fueling his fire every time it subsides mm-hmm. a little bit. She yeah. throws some. She throws some gas on it. So the question is, why? Exactly. She might have a um, agenda of her own mm-hmm. because of something of a relative friend of hers. What if she's a Chamberlain? You never know. She could be. You know? Like, what if she's uh, Ryan's niece? You she, know? She, Kevin just doesn't know about her. I don't mean, I don't know the whole Collins family tree in time. There really such. hasn't been much of one uh-huh. in the past, I don't think. So, I mean, it's I'm a, not sure. I mean, maybe Ryan even had, I don't know, I guess he was like in a mental hospital for a thousand years. But, I mean, it could be his grandkid. You know? Maybe he had some daughter or something out there that we knew nothing about. Because Ryan was... Know. You know, a, a man in his mid-30s when he was mm-hmm. blown up. Yeah, I think I think Esme's going to have another chapter that we that will be divulged later. Yeah, I, 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 now that we're talking about it and thinking about it, I think that the likelihood of her being connected to Ryan and Kevin, I think are pretty good. Um, I, I also feel like, I mean, Kevin has played a much bigger role in this uh, Spencer's being found out as the stalker thing than I ever really considered. Mm-hmm. And that's mostly because Kevin is kind of there to just listen to people talk. And that's his role. That's what he gives the show. It's what yeah. they give him to give the show. Yeah, and, and well, they give him a lot more <laughs> as being Ryan than Kevin. Right, well, Ryan <laughs> is a lot more interesting than Kevin, that's why. Yeah. Um, but uh, with all of that, uh, like he played a major part in... in all of this. He was there with Laura when they went to Windermere. He was mm-hmm. part of the conversations. He contributed his thoughts and ideas and, 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 mm-hmm. and guided things and gave advice as if he, like, like, the, what am I trying to say? He, he's, like, really embraced his role in the life of Laura's kids and well, family sure. that he married into. But yes. more, but it's, to me, now, I don't, I haven't watched this thing since I was 12. I don't, I haven't seen the long history of Laura and Kevin, who have been on the show for longer than most of the other characters. Mm-hmm. So I don't know everything that Kevin has been through. I don't know everything that Laura has been to. But it's it's interesting for me, to a degree, 
that he's married so late into this family and has really kind of grown into grandfather. Yeah, and he was married to Lucy for a long time. Yeah. So um, I just I just think that that's an interesting dynamic for the family, and it it's, it really goes to show the quality really of the relationship that Laura has with him. Because mm-hmm. um, I know that I'm sure there are people out there that are like Laura and Kevin. Why? Mm-hmm. Why this is so weird? Why Laura and Kevin? Mm-hmm. This is so weird. Like I understand it. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even from my 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 you know ten foot stance that I have from from watching the show before, anybody that's not Luke is like. Yeah, but hmm. yeah, but I think I think that the audience has gotten over that now. You know, Luke's yeah. been gone such a long time, and Luke had, you know, his relationship with Tracy was also from left field, right? Yeah, yeah, but you know, also very good. Yeah, yeah, also very good. Yeah. and they were on screen a lot. Yeah, you know, with when uh, Jeannie Francis wasn't on the show. Yeah, um, Tracy and and uh, Luke were around a lot. So, so yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh... I don't know. I, I guess there's there's just value in those simple relationships. <laughs> no, not in soap operas. Or... Not in soap opera. <laughs> no, because uh, you know there's no drama between Kevin and Laura. They have a good relationship. They don't fight. They don't cheat or anything like that. The drama that came in the relationship was when Ryan was pretending to be Kevin. Right. You know, uh, Kevin didn't actually do any of that stuff. So they've got a great little connection, and his his ability to talk to Spencer kind of as grandpa. Uh-huh. And really, kind of has Spencer kind of listen to it and still respond to it, and not just give him the finger. But I do think, though, that Kevin, um, when he when he is when he does um, contribute, and he often does, contrib- he w- he will contribute something. But it, you know, it's not kind of like in left field a little bit. It's a little psychological yes. spin on whatever's happening. Right. But I really do think that he needs to put on his grandpa sweater a little more and take yeah. off his lab coat. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could see in that he was still playing psychologist with Nick, with um, Spencer, mm-hmm. where he's like, well, I'm glad to hear that, Spencer, but if you can find the capacity to forgive me, and I know it's not the same thing, but maybe you can find the capacity to forgive your father. Mm-hmm. Very psycho Bible. Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, but, but, but leading into the point that started the whole Kevin chat was he was, so, he's more involved in this than I ever thought. He's more ingratiated in this family than I ever really thought about until now. Mm-hmm. And so the likelihood, I think, of Esme being connected to him or Ryan or his contribution mm-hmm. to this group, I think is pretty good. Um, I, it's a soap. She's related to somebody. Oh, she's got to be, right? She is somebody's something. Somebody's uh, secret child. Uh, yeah, you know, so, and and she's psychotic. We haven't seen the depraved, crazy mind that she has, but she clearly has one. I'm waiting to see. I think we might see some Nell kind of behavior. I think that we're going to see some very much more destructive style Nell behavior. Because yes. Nell was very focused on one person, and it was a lot of psychological trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems as though uh, Spencer was trying to psychologically terrorize Ava mm-hmm. and was being successful at it with the cockroach and then this and then that and then mm-hmm. this and then that and then this and then that. But he did not light her car on fire. He mm-hmm. did not run her over. He did not no. steal her purse. He did not do anything criminal. He didn't put a snake in her bag. He didn't even put a snake <laughs> in her bag. That was somebody else. <laughs> right? <laughs> so... He hasn't, but he hasn't done anything criminal no, other than everything. I mean, it's criminal, of course. It's yes. illegal to do this stuff. But Spencer's stuff has had been in, the, you know, even though destructive and, yeah. and and disturbing, 
prank-ish. Yes. Yeah. Lighting that car on fire and putting that ID underneath it was not prank-ish. No, no. That is true, like, whoa. Yeah, that's psycho stuff. That is psycho stuff. And and and, it, and that's the first thing that she's done while coming into the, into the cast. Right? You know, the first thing that Nell did was lie... And learn and lie and learn and lie and learn and lie and learn and then lied about sleeping with Sunny and learned some more and then lied and lied and lied and lied so, and lied. So I guess I guess we can say really when it comes to new characters, Esme is not Nell like. Not really. I mean, we've had two days with her, so we don't know. No, maybe Austin's more Nell like. Austin, <laughs> I think, is a little more Nell like. Well, Esme is a little more. That shit crazy? Cyrus <laughs> Renault, you know? <laughs> just, just, just. A heartless Esme. I don't know. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> just, just heartless. Um, man. I don't know. So, I guess, I guess the kids are going to have to, like, band together to stop her. Yeah. It's, okay, so I'm or, really. Or Spencer's going to have to turn on her. Or, yeah, I, I think that they're going to have to save quote-unquote save spencer from her like in a not in a we need to get him he's been kidnapped and buried in the basement type of save but Mm -hmm. more like a we need to get him away from her right type of save right uh and so i I foresee that happening um i also really like where they are taking jocelyn so far uh because we've commented over the last couple of weeks probably last couple of months now on this podcast about how they are aging up the teenagers to start to behave and act and look more like adults because they've all graduated from high school now. Well, they keep on telling us. They remind us all the time that they are, that they are of legal age. They are 18 years old now. Yeah. Um, and it's it's kind of also fun at the same time to see the parents of these kids still f- try to find that new way to relate to their kids because up until you are 17 and 360 how many days are in a year? Um, 365. Until you were 17 <laughs> and 364 days, mm-hmm. you have a very specific mother-child relationship. Mm-hmm. And once that 365th day happens, <laughs> it the kid has been waiting for this moment to be like, I'm 18 now. I'm going to go do what I want. Right. But the parent has been dreading this day where they become 18 and all that kind of stuff. And I can see the attempts in Carly and in Portia in st- trying to give their kids the freedom to do what they want, but are still asking them parental questions. Where are right. you going? When are you coming back? Yes. These sorts of things that yes. they would expect to ask their 16, 17 year old high school kid. Right. Which they're still asking in the adult, which I, sh- I know would, it's, I know these are, people aren't real. They're not real people. So I don't, <laughs> they're not really thinking anything. <laughs> But, but I can understand how the mindset and like the kids too can get to a point of like irritation. It's like, just let me, I'm just, I'm just going to go. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know everything. Blah, 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 blah. Well, and, <laughs> and you know, and, and because of, um, because of Carly and uncle Jason, yeah, they will never stop asking Jocelyn. Yeah. And that's very unfortunate for Jocelyn. It's something mm-hmm. that she's always had to grow up with and you can see how she's like, uh, I gotta have Tony with me. I yeah, gotta have this, this fool guy, with me. Yeah, that fool's gotta be with yeah, me. Yeah. yeah, but they're discreet. They're discreet. Yeah, but I never really get true privacy. But they don't care what you're doing. Yeah, but they still work for you, ma. Mm-hmm. You know, right. you know. Um, and you know, I don't think Carly necessarily presses her the guards no. on what did you overhear? What is she doing? Who is she? I don't think they're doing that. 
But at the same time, though, if they saw, uh, I I think that um, if she pressed mm-hmm. them, yeah. they would tell her. Yeah. Well, where, where, where did you protect her at? Oh, you know, we started at Windermere and then took her back to the Weber house. He let, she left the party early and went to Cameron's house? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not, that's no good. You don't want that. Mm-mm. You know, nobody wants that. Um, but I do like where they're taking Jocelyn. And here's why. <laughs> um is the uh, the conversation that she did have with Esme and how clear to me it is that of all of the kids that Sonny Corinthos has raised and had in his house, Jocelyn is actually the one with the best mind for the business. She, yeah, she... She manipulated the hell out of that conversation with Esme mm-hmm. to get the information that she wanted and to also like slyly and quietly communicate with Cameron and Trina using phrasing and things that they would understand that Esme would not mm-hmm. about Spencer and, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the quiet threat mm-hmm. sort of that she gave him, that she gave Esme mm-hmm. uh, when it came to the people who have known Spencer his whole life mm-hmm. call him Spencer. Mm-hmm. Spence is a character that he's been playing in Europe, you know? Yes. You know? And it isn't so funny, too, that uh, that he um, is so proper in names, the way he, father and grandmother, grandmother. but you would think that he would be required that you right. would say his entire name, and, 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 and having a nickname yeah. or a shortened name would be way too towny for him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it just goes to show the type of person Spencer was presenting to mm-hmm. Europe, which mm-hmm. is not the type of person that he is in the United States. Um, there's also this fun transition because um, Nicholas Betchel, who played uh, Spencer before, was a dork. Uh, Nicholas Chavez is not a dork. Mm-hmm. So there's this transition that's happening with the character as well, where, yeah, he's been in this school. Right. Overseas forever, and we barely talked to him. We got to see him a little bit, and he was still dorky. Spencer, when we mm-hmm. saw him, because it was still Nicholas Betchel. Mm-hmm. He was always going to be dorky. And they even tried to get him not dorky when Nicholas went to go visit him and they had Betchel's last scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, eh, you know, it just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but it's fun to see because now they have to, to explain who Spencer is again. They have to tell us what he's really been up to this whole time mm-hmm. in Europe that we know nothing about because they never needed to talk about it before. Mm-hmm. And now they have to give him four years of history, of yeah. story, of things that he's been doing I mean, over there. It'll be it'll be curious to find out how long has Esme been uh, yeah. in his life, and right. you know how long has she been the girlfriend, and how much of a girlfriend she really is. And I honestly think that Esme has probably been the person behind all of his pranks. I'm sure the idea came from her to begin with. Yeah, the idea of what to do probably came from her too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But since it has been prankish, um, I don't know though. I'm wondering though, is she is is he responsible for all of it? I would think if the one thing that he wouldn't be responsible for is maybe um, the knife in Avery's room, the bear, the bear with the voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 was a little more, uh, but also innocent, like not truly dangerous, just right. freaky. You freaky know? and disturbing, and but disturbing. not. Not like blown, not, not, not burning someone's car. Destructive, yeah. I think is the word that we've been searching for sure. for this. Uh, now, it, when it comes to the car, yeah. 
I could kind of see Spencer doing the ID thing, maybe, maybe. And he wouldn't have burned the car. He no. might have keyed the crap out of it. <laughs> yeah, burn, burning it, burning it, burning it was a lot. Because burning yeah. it is, is such a direct threat. Mm-hmm. Everything else has been fuzzy. And you know what? You would think, I mean, if Spinelli can wipe Jax's phone this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remotely. Remotely. Just, just, just wipe the whole thing. Shouldn't they be able to see some footage in the garage of of the car being yes torched? Uh, sure, you would think, right? You would think, unless you know, Esme knows where the cameras are and hid from them, and Ava knows where the cameras are and never parks near them. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Sometimes things just serve story. It's it's it okay. absolutely sometimes true. things just serve the story. She could have been wearing a ski mask. I don't know. Any sort of number of things could be going Maybe. on. But uh, but yeah, they ha- they have to give Spencer four years of, of life and history and stuff that they never ever ever had to talk about until they had to figure out what it is. And they clearly have decided. Well, Spencer over there was cool Spence. Yeah, I'm cool Spence. I'm he was cool rich cool Spence. Rich Spence. Yeah. And I, I learned this week as well because I listened to um, young Nicholas on That's Awesome this week. He is um, very young. He's 21 years old. He's but does young. that make him older than the rest of the 18-year-olds? Well, I, I don't think he's... Yes. Yeah. In real life. Yeah, yeah in real life. Because yeah. the rest of them really are like 18 years old. Yeah. Um, and he's about 21. Uh-huh. He didn't say his absolute age, but... He referred to like five or six years ago of him being 16. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Gotcha. He's gotcha. about 20, 21 years old. Okay. Okay. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, cool. I mean, you know, we'll see what happens with Spencer. He's going to need some rescuing. I, 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 I like him. I like, um, it's, it's interesting because I don't hate Spencer, which is good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't like, like him. I don't oh, think what? that he's great. I don't, you know, no. yeah, I'm not one of those, oh, I can't get enough of Spencer. But, uh, it's it, I I want him to be okay, and I think that's important for the audience. Yeah. To 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 want this guy to come through this thing and be better for it, and really having Laura play into this is a big help when it comes to pulling that sympathy card with the audience. Yes. Uh, because she is so you can see on her face how upset oh, and yeah. kind of hurt and just worried and frustrated is, about this whole thing. Whole thing. Yeah. This is going to be the, the, the stalker hour of Ugh. the 10th floor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, you know, it is going to, it is going to, right now, as of Friday, um, the, uh, everybody thinks that Spencer was not behind any Didn't of this. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. And this is, uh, Nicholas is just a really crappy dad. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, Spencer is part, at least behind a lot of it. Yeah, so it was a, it was a fun little roller coaster ride this week because you started off the week going, yes, yeah, Spencer's the stalker, and then there was a day where I'm like, oh, Spencer's not the stalker. Oh my God, who was the stalker? And then finally on the parapet, he's like, whoa, you went too far with this. We need to calm down. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you are the stalker. Mm-hmm. It was just a fun little, yeah, fun little ride. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, now. Spencer's reaction to, okay, again, this is the stalker hour, so just deal with it, folks. Um, Spencer, it was so much of the week. Um, it was a lot of the week. It was a lot of the week. So his uh, his reaction to all that Ryan stuff that Nicholas had set up mm-hmm. was so, holy crap, what am I, what have I done? <gasps> mm-hmm. That it really shows me that I don't think Ryan has actually been involved in this. 
it seems as though Ryan is truly locked in. Yeah. Yeah, but we know we've seen expression on his face, though. He is locked in, but he's also very, very perspective. Well, they, they, did, they, yeah. they, they did make it very clear that his mental functions are fine. And you know, it's interesting too. You know who should really understand locked in? Laura. Laura. Yeah. Laura was locked in for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe there's some insight that she can bring into it. Because whoever's writing Laura clearly knows Laura and her history and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they, they did the whole locked in um, like recreation when she was going to find uh, Martin Gray's mom. Yes, they you did. You know, the whole like... Yes, they <laughs> the did. The droopy face, you know... Speaking um, of him, we saw him this week. We did see Marty Gray this week, so that that yeah. was good. That was nice. That was nice. Now, 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 very quickly, let's transition over to Martin Gray because I'm doing the voice, right? Uh, <laughs> so, so Martin Gray, do you think he was truly interested in Anna, or did he know that Valentine was interested in Anna, and he was just trying to help that along? Because the reason why the reason why I ask that is because of the conversation that he had with Valentine afterward. Where Valentine was like, what are you doing? You got an interest in Anna? And he's like, well, well what's the matter to you? Mm-hmm. My friend that I know likes her. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just the kind of, the, it didn't feel like they were butting heads about it. Right. You know, it right. felt more supportive. Yeah, it did. It did, yeah. And there was, it didn't seem to be any like uh, territorial jealousy yeah. kind of like, you know, puffing up the chest. Oh, she's mine. Oh, well, let's see. And yeah, yeah, yeah. There was none of that. None and, of that. And it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like Valentine sat down and said, you stay away from Anna. And Martin said, okay. Uh-huh. You know, it was it was just like the conversation. What's it to Well, maybe she needs someone that is a little more complicated like she is. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it really felt more like support. But I don't know what, like, he was called downstairs and stuff, and this is going to be a big problem, sister. Yeah. Like, so I'm... we don't know what the downstairs, what happened between the, you know, when he went downstairs, he got that call and had to go downstairs, yeah. and then he wound up at sister's. So something happened so, downstairs. Yeah. So, you know, awesome, because that means that more Marty. Marty's going to get some story. That, or he's going to take Laura, and they're going to go off to Texas for... Yeah. A couple of weeks while yeah, she takes her vacation. Yeah, yeah, Jeannie Francis is taking a vacation. But so. that also means, though, that when they come back, we'll get more Marty Gray. But that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, it that's is. That's cool. That's cool. I don't, I, I, I don't mind not seeing a character if they're not doing anything. If they're not really having any part of the show. Uh, like Jax. Like, I don't give two craps about Jasper Jax. At all. I don't either. Because he contributes a lot of nothing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. To what is really going on around him? Well, his only, he's just there. Uh, he's just there, you know, and he's there to bust uh, Carly's mossy balls, pretty much. <laughs> and even then, like uh, every uh, whatever ounce uh, I was carrying of, like, yeah, Jax, you really like you're really telling Carly like the truth of everything that's going on is pretty much gone now with the whole like recording of the thing and what right. were you gonna do with it? I was just gonna play it back and make you make a decision. Are you gonna be are you gonna be Jocelyn's mother or my boss? And yeah. I was just I'm like ah. Yeah. Eh. It's just I guess it's I guess this would be one of the first and only writing criticisms I can give the show where it's <laughs> just like I don't I did this this part of it mm-hmm. is just no good. Mm-hmm. In my in my opinion. Yeah, you know, you know I'm and he so see he just jumps on his high horse so so much you know and I understand that he does have some concern over his daughter's safety. However, you know, why hasn't anybody thrown his brother in his face? Because he <laughs> covered up for his brother, yeah, made up things for his brother, 
protected his brother a lot, and his brother made these other people look like little saints. Yeah, Jerry Jacks was a... Um, Jerry Jacks a psychopath. Yeah, he was. Is. Yeah, is. 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 <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, nobody's nobody's really... Nobody's thrown that in the face. Nobody's mm-hmm. thrown that in the face. I don't know. It's weird. Because um, I don't quite... I, how How is Carly getting away from the business going to be safer for Jocelyn? That doesn't make any sense to me. That wouldn't... How, why would that... It wouldn't, actually. It, because they've been such major players in the mob for so long and such that even if they were to, like, step away because Sonny's dead, that's still, like, a high-value target. Look what I did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it, but you don't... Okay, so they... He really wants... He really wants... Um, Carly to step away from the business and be, this was your opportunity to get out. Well, it kind of was, but at the same yeah. time, though, it's, as long as she's in the orbit of Jason, she will be a target, whether she stepped out or not. Yeah, because of their friendship and everybody yes. knows about how important they are it. to each other. And that's his vulnerability. Right. And really, when it comes down to it, listen, I know that Jason might not be, uh, at the moment, the uh, best dad on the planet, most attentive father or anything like that. But if Jax, Carly, and Sonny were to all have died in a plane crash, where would Jocelyn have wound up? At Jason's. At Jason's or Grandma Bobby's? Probably at Jason's. (laughs) I just just feel like Mm -hmm. he would have taken their family as Mm -hmm. his own. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that just, go, again, goes to show the bond that he has. So even if Jason were to, like you said, stay within the business and Carly left, that mm-hmm. still makes Jocelyn a target. Uh, sure. Due to her relationship with Uncle Jason. Yes. Pretty much, you know? Yes. So there's really no way to cut it that will make anybody truly safe, Jax. Um. No, you know, <laughs> when Jocelyn is safest, though... I, and I, I do understand. I, I do agree with this. And and you know he's threatened this many times, especially when she was still a minor. Take her to Australia, and he did on a few occasions where Jocelyn wasn't on screen. I mean, you know when they when they jumped from uh, preteen Joss to late teen Joss. She was and, in Australia. She was in Australia, the majority of that time. Right, right, right. So and she was safe then. Mm-hmm. I guess you would say. Sure. Safer. I, sure. Sure. Safer. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but really, um, Jocelyn has nothing to do with the business and such. And she was approached one guy at one time by one dude. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. She's fine. She, you, you, you know who was more dangerous to Jocelyn? Nell. And you know what Jocelyn did to Nell? Beat the tar out of her. Yeah, she did, right there on the pier. Beat the crap out of her. Yeah, she did. All right? Jocelyn won that fight. Yeah, she did. As a 16-year-old. Yep. Okay? Jocelyn she, is going to be okay. Yeah, Jocelyn, well, she reached in and, and she reached in and pulled out her, her inner Carly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, she's, she's the, like, <laughs> she's the only person on the cast to really get no. Like, yeah. to really, like, not, like, understand get, but, like. Yeah, get her. Get her. Yeah. You know? So just, you got to remember those things. She's going to be okay. Right. She'll, 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 she'll need, uh, need Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, 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 whatever Jimmy. Jimmy Lee Hope? No, 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 sorry. He's not Jimmy. He's uh, Tony. No, he's James. I don't remember. Joey. 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 You know, she'll just need Joey in the nuts or something, you know? Yeah. Like... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she 
she's gonna be fine, everybody. She's gonna be fine. And like I said earlier in the pod today, like of the kids, she's the one that like just it seems to be on it. She's very intuitive. She's yeah, like she knows how to talk to people to get the information. She knows how to quietly threaten people. She knows how to beat that a. Um, <laughs> She's glamorous and fabulous and gorgeous in whole ways, and just uh, rocks those summer outfits. And well, yeah, you know, she does. like, like uh, just She's beautiful, just good, stunning, good, stunning, stunning just girl. good work, just good work, good job. Keep it up, Jocelyn. Eden McCoy, we like Eden you McCoy, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> keep it up, Eden McCoy, and keep it up, Jocelyn, with two S's. I've never seen anybody spelled like that. How unique! <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, it's terrifying how much Spencer has told this person. Yeah, he's confided in her a lot. A lot. Yes, he's told her. He's told pretty her, much everything. He has explained everybody that yeah. she's come in contact with. Yeah, like she already knows them so well because Spencer mm-hmm. has told her. Now, other I, than Trina, he didn't know her. He didn't know her. Right, he didn't yeah. know her. Uh, so, gosh, man, it's just, it's it's terrifying how much she knows. And Spencer, to me, does not come off as the person that's going to sit there and just give everybody's dirty laundry just at a casual conversation you, with your friend. Do you think he's, do you think she is really his girlfriend, though? Because they don't act like boyfriend and girlfriend, really. I mean, the most affection we've seen between them is she kissed him on the cheek. She was the one that said, it's, I'm the girlfriend, da 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 Like, mm-hmm. she has pushed that narrative for right. their relationship. As to whether or not it's true, I couldn't say. Yeah, we'll have to Because we're not there yet. We're not there but, yet. But I, I can see a little bit in that, where, where you're coming from with it, though, where, where he hasn't, con- I guess he sort of confirmed it the following morning. Right. But that was already after she had kind of set all this in motion and told mm-hmm. people what she was to him. So, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they're also weird and, and, and rich and weird mm-hmm. and rich, <laughs> which makes you weirder. So, it's entirely possible that they're just like, um, you know that painting of like the farmer with the yeah. pitchfork yeah. And, the, and his daughter or yeah. whatever standing next to him where they just look like, American Gothic, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe that's just their yeah. dynamic. Maybe. You know? Like not and not everybody has to be hanging on each other's necks at all times and yes being Cameron and Jocelyn up all through Port Charles yeah 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 um I want to get your hot take your hot take what's my hot take your hot take on everything in Port Charles being named Charlie this Chuck that this <laughs> the other thing Charlie Street or yeah. or was it was a Char- uh, Charles Street what is it yeah, yeah Charles Char- Street, Street. Uh, Charlie's Pub. We've got, mm-hmm. um, we got, uh, we got, we got, well, Port Charles itself. And now we have the, they call it the Chuck. Mm-hmm. Their, their museum of modern art. Oh, we call that the Chuck. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You know, but, and here, and, and here's the fun part about all that. Well, let me get your hot take on that. Do you care? Or do you think that's fun? Uh, I think it's fun. Yeah. I, I find it interesting that, um, the hospital has no Charles Chuck in it at all. Right. There's it's nothing. Just, it's a well. It's a general. It's hospital. a general hospital. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, but so I think it's fun. Um, but also, it does paint that again. Uh, Port Charles is the biggest small town. It's not Reno. 
I'm just saying that it is the biggest city, small yes. town yes. that has been written in the history and, and, of television. And they sometimes, uh, once in a while, they'll show us a skyline of like, it's a big city. Yeah, and, and if you have a museum of modern art that you, everybody has nicknamed the Chuck, mm-hmm. not the MoMA or the museum, but you right. call it the Chuck, it means that this is a major, metropolitan, millions of people, huge city. Yes. But it seem, it appears, though, that everything that we see in Port Charles, the Chuck, whatever, yeah. it's like in a three-block radius, it seems. Right. It's like, it, well, we, I guess a way to, 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 to describe it for uh, the young people out there that don't know what it was like when the world was smaller, <laughs> and you couldn't just, like, sneeze and somebody in China could hear it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, this, is, this is the neighborhood. Right. We are watching this neighborhood of Port Charles and the crazy drama that happens mm-hmm. within it and the people who live there and what they're up to and how they interact with each other. Right. Um, but it, it just, it's just, the city's huge and it's such a small town. Yeah. I mean, come on. Michael was able to get to, to Carly's house for the wedding announcement in like 32 seconds. Yeah. They must live very close to each other. Yes. You know? Yes. They have to live so close to each other. Mm-hmm. Especially when she's like, oh, uh, just come over. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I live in Los Angeles now, okay? If somebody were to say, oh, just come over, I'd be like, all right, I'll see you in 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Because that's how long it's going to take me to take four left turns to get three blocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like that, yeah. you know? So uh, it's just it's just fun. It's fun. Big city, small town. Everybody knows each other. It's fine. You know, you're going to go to the town. It's another small town. <laughs> Even smaller. Even smaller. What's this lockbox here? Oh, what's going on? Yeah, duck tags. Yeah, right. Are you high, Sonny? No. <laughs> Not at all. No, no, no. What's this picture? What's this picture? Whoa. <laughs> Maybe it's a vision of my future. Oh, yeah. You know, he's he's having, having he had a flash this week. I know, yeah. He had a flash this almost week. Almost saw Carly's and face. And you can almost see Carly's face. He saw enough of Carly's face. To know it's not Nina. There you go. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. We'll see how, how clearly he remembers it and such. Um, now, oh, they didn't get back to it. She broke off the kiss from him and said, oh, this is wrong, and then never went back to re- resolving that. Nope. I wonder what she's going to say. I don't know. Because usually when they do that... Probably they, not the right thing. Well, <laughs> I mean, in my experience with soaps, usually they'll, oh, this is not the right thing. They'll go to commercial break, come back, and then they'll follow up the statement with, I need to brush my teeth, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but they're, 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 we got the whole weekend before what she's going to say next. So maybe it's yeah. not, my breath is too stinky for this. Maybe it'll be something else. Maybe. Uh, oh, she was inter- interrupted by Maxie, though. That's, That's what happened. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, I'm was, sorry for not remembering. I um, I was surprised it was Maxie at the door. I expected it to be Ava. I expected it to be Ava, too. I was sitting there, like, uh, the, the thing, knock, 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 knock. She's like, we're closed. Knock, 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 knock. And I started, I, I was sitting on the couch. You were there. You were listening watching it with me. And I was like, don't tell me <laughs> what to say. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Eh? Maxie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, especially since Ava had said um, that she just needs to get out of town. She needs to get out of town. She, she needs to get, get out, out of town. town. So I did expect yeah. that knock at the door and be Ava. Yeah. Um, and it was not. It was, it was not. It was Maxie. So I wonder what this is going to... I just... It, 
it's very interesting with Maxie at the moment because we all know that Kirsten Storms is, is dealing with a health condition that she is fine. You know, she just needs to recover from it and, you know, that takes time, surgery, all that kind of junk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, she hasn't been on set for a little while, which is why they sent her to Texas to get away from it. I just mm-hmm. can't deal with it, which is an unfortunate timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is what it is, what it is, what it is, what it is. Yeah. Um, so to see her pop up at the Tano was very surprising to me. Yeah, it was surprising. I don't know where they're at when it came when it comes to her scheduling and what they had going on. Um, and if they don't have whatever is resolving or happening at the Tano for her finished being filmed, mm-hmm. then they should have cut it. You know, I don't know. So I don't, I don't really know what's happening. So it's interesting, um, just because nowadays you can't just sit and watch a show anymore and not know what's actually going on behind the scenes. You just can't avoid it. There's no unless I the only way to unless you just the only way to avoid it is to stay off of social media. Completely disconnect. Yeah, yeah, because we do the podcast and we engage with the soap audience and when we we say things on our status updates like General Hospital and Sunny Corinthos and things like that. Mm-hmm. The 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 formulas and the um, the robots and all that kind of stuff that advertise to us show us soap content on a regular basis and a lot some of it is spoilerific. Yeah, sometimes. Just in headlines yes. and such. Um, yeah, it's pretty hard to completely avoid that unless you disconnect. Right, right, right. So knowing what's going on with Kirsten Storms then gives us a whole other layer of watching the show that right. didn't exist in the 70s, right. 80s, and 90s of, well, how is this going to, where is this going to be? How long is this going to last? But Because you know what's actually happening. Right. So What are they going to do? Um, what are they going to do? With Steve Burton, I mean, Steve Burton has to be, you know, he's not going to be able to film for a couple of weeks at least. And they are back at work. Um, this past week, they were back at work. Yeah. So what are they going to do? I just... Yeah, that's no good either. No, it's not good. It's no good. And, you know, the show is so Jason heavy. Um, what are they going to do? Shoot him. Uh, well, I would hate to see this because... I, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, you know, recast him for a couple of weeks. Like they did Jordan when she had COVID. Can we get Billy Miller to come back and play Jason for a couple of weeks? That'd be a lot of fun. Oh, he gonna give you he would give them all the middle finger. He would. Um <laughs> now I haven't really seen any sort of super confirmation or anything when it comes to how Billy Miller feels about the producers, writers, and all of that from General Hospital. But what I can definitely tell you just from watching the show was they did him dirty. Well, they, his last scene with the elevator closing was... Really? But that goes to what? show... Uh, to me, to me, that goes to show the type of relationship that he had with the show upon his exit. Yeah, it was not good. It was not good. It no, was no. it was a, oh, you need to... Okay, we're... Yeah. Kind of almost like uh, Dante when he went away for a little while because mm-hmm. Dominic Zambranga apparently was just burnt the F out. Yeah, he was. And was just like, I need to be off the show. Mm-hmm. And so they said, okay, Dante goes to find somebody overseas. Yep. And the, his departure was seriously, oh, we found this person that did this to you. I'm going to go find him. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even say goodbye to his mom. Right. You know? <clears throat> uh, so, yeah. uh, so um, I can see, you know, how they did that with Billy Miller, where he was playing Jason and having kids and in with the Sam thing, and he had the love song playing in his scenes, and yeah. had the Carly relationship, and pushed the character of Jason forward with the Quartermains yes. to a point that Steve Burton had never played before, and just he just had stuff happening. Yeah. 
He was Jason. He was badass Jason without brain damage. Right. But he was still Jason. But he was Jason. And he mm-hmm. had all the Jason plot and the attention and the and the opportunity to act this way and that way and have these scene, that scene and be mm-hmm. the tough guy, sensitive guy, tough guy, sensitive guy. Mm-hmm. And then when they brought Steve Burton back for, um, because people like love Steve Burton. I, I mean, period. You know, it's just what it is. Yeah. People, yeah. people just love him, including me, uh, including you. And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. He, when it comes to Jason Morgan, there's nobody better for Jason Morgan than Steve Burton. No, there isn't. But Jason Morgan is pretty much the extent of Steve Burton's talent. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly have never really seen him do anything else. I don't know what he was like on Young and the Restless, but I guess it was okay. He was good. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see any of it. I, I'm sorry, Steve. If you listen to this, I don't mean it. You know, you're friends with Maurice Bernard. You know how it is. You know how when people just say stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, poor Billy Miller, man. Because <laughs> yeah. he was just—he just clearly had his whole his platter that he was being served off of, taken and given to somebody else five feet away from him that he just gets to watch. Yeah. This used to be me. This used to be me. This used to be me. And now I get to sit in this office and be like, I don't know. Please, I, I'm Jason. I'm Jason. I'm not Jason. Oh, gosh. Mm. Was yeah. it. And then he went to Afghanistan. Yep. Lamb. Bummer. So, yeah. Uh, poor guy. So, no. They're not going to get Billy Merlin to play Jason for a couple of weeks. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Uh, but Drew is back. Cameron Matheson. Yes, he Cameron is. Cameron Matheson confirmed as Drew Kane. Yep. And stole himself a pin. Stole himself a pin. He's going to break out of that thing. Called <laughs> himself some out. Sam. Called himself some Sam. Sam gave, gave some word to Curtis. Curtis cannot get away from people trying to get him to look for stuff. No. He cannot. He cannot get away. Everybody shows up to the Savoy going, hey, can you help me with this? And yeah. he gets constantly like, guys... Yeah, this is like the Savoy has turned out to be his new PI office. You know, people showing up all the time being like, hey, can you, can you, can you, uh, no. Uh-huh. No, no. Uh, I was only half paying attention to Wednesday, though, so I honestly don't really know what he and Sam uh, came up with. They, he's gonna, he, they're going to, they're going to continue to look and, and investigate and, and try. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know. Um, and, and see if, you know, it, because um, they both. Have, they both kind of agreed that it's pretty far fetched, but but so if it's true, we got to do it. Yes, and it sounded so much like. I mean, she she you know she was mm-hmm. like, um, Sam just couldn't get it. It couldn't stop thinking. Well, maybe could it be? It yeah. just sounded so much. Yeah, it, it, was, just, it was too eerie. Yeah, too eerie, too eerie. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I guess they're, yeah they're gonna go and try to try to get him, try to help him, try to find him. I think those are two great characters for that. Um, what they've done really is, folks, y'all, everybody, you know who was great together? Sam and Drew. My God, they were great. I mm. mean, Billy Miller was playing the role at the time, uh, but even when Drew became Drew and knew he was Drew, and Sam knew that he was Drew, but was supporting him as Jason. Yes. You know, like even that little dynamic, I thought was very good between just the characters themselves. Mm-hmm. So to have the father of Scout yes. and Drew's best friend in Port Charles be the ones to kind of come together and, and, and 
kind of root them out, I think mm-hmm. are the two two great choices. I think so for too. That. Absolutely. And um, I remember this very clearly because it was helpful for me when I was getting to know General Hospital when I first started to watch it again. Because I didn't know Curtis before I started watching. You right. know, he's a relatively new character, so I didn't know what his whole thing was, his whole history was, all that kind of stuff. So it was very helpful when um, Steve Burton came back and there was that transition of, am I Jason, am I not, am I Jason, am I not, that Curtis said, I don't know who this other man even is. Mm-hmm. You are the only Jason that I've ever known. You are my friend. Mm-hmm. You are the one I'm loyal to. You are, yeah. are the one that was in the garbage can with me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was you who were doing all that stuff. Because he could see mm-hmm. Sam was turning, Carly was turning, Sonny was turning, and he was like, bro, mm-hmm. it was us. Yeah. Not me and that guy. Right. So I'm always going to be on your side. Yeah. And I remember that. And it was helpful for me to know what their relationship was like and how this is going to be and such. And so it's just good. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. I, I find that I really enjoy Curtis. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. He's a good little character. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. But, you know. Positivity. I don't think Jordan and Curtis aren't necessarily over yet because they're not divorced as they okay, think. Okay, Stella. Yeah. <laughs> Stella. No, you're being Stella. Well, they're not divorced, so clearly. Well, they're not, they're not divorced. And so that story's not over. No, 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 no. Um, I, something, I guess something must come from it. Otherwise, yeah. why would it be happening? Exactly. You know, uh, it's not like she's well, going to... Is Stella... Well, I think Stella's going to remember what she did. Yeah. And then, oh, I ruined the papers. Oh, that's all right, Auntie. We'll just repent them. It's okay. You know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Oh, gosh. Uh, and then... And then Marty Gray. And then Sonny. No Scotty Baldwin. No, not this week. No, no. But he did tweet. Well, I think, what, oh. wasn't he going to go to vacation with Liesl? Yeah, they were going to go somewhere together. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was, uh, yeah, they were like, uh, and then he was like, whoop, uh, uh, trip. Yeah. Are we sure we're ready for that kind of step? <laughs> yeah, know? it was like, um, I forget where they said, but it was something, um, Tropical. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a. Uh, it, you know how Michael brings somebody to the island, mm-hmm. and that really solidifies the relationship. That's yes. kind of what this is. You know, yeah. it's when you go on your first big trip together. Right. You know. Yeah, so a romantic what, getaway. A romantic getaway. So yeah, that, that's that's what's going on. That's what. Oh, Michael. Oh, Michael. You and your dumb haircut. <laughs> <sighs> Austin, Brooklyn. Gosh, Brooklyn's great. All right. So, um, Fidel is Xavier. I know you're listening. Fido, Fido Xavier, excuse me. You're uh, one of the uh, directors of General Hospital. You're actually on That's Awesome because you're yeah. pretty good friends with Stephen Bradford. Um, and you're kind of the lead director of the whole entire series. You do a lot of the work. You know, a lot of the work, a lot of the work. I got to give you major props with how you handled uh, the Jocelyn conversation with Esme and the quick flashes to the characters and their little silent uh, eyeball communication. Great work. But what I got to give you, this week's Emmy 4. All right, this week's 10th floor Emmy. Okay. This week's 10th floor Emmy goes to Fido Xavier. Oh. For the quick cut between Brooklyn Valentine and Willow, when Chase goes, I'm always going to have the back of the man who's being kept in the dark. (laughs) Because all three of those characters are currently involved in keeping or are being kept in the dark about something. Yep. Um, I will, it just, and the quick flash, flash, flash. 
You didn't linger. You didn't stay. You didn't go, this is Brooklyn's reaction. This is Valentine's reaction. This is Willow's reaction. You went, these are who were doing this. Yeah. These are who were feeling it. These are who got hurt by what you just said. Yes. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yep. And it was just, it was, a, it was awesome. I just thought it was a great way to, um, it was just fun. And I noticed, and I, I, I don't know, I'm just sitting here praising you. You're not listening. But I just liked that moment, and I'm a TV nerd like that, so thank you. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. And uh, and and here we are. Look at that. Yeah. Well, what do you know? I mean, we got fifty seconds to fill. That's it. Yeah. And then we're at an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Matt, is there anything we need to talk about yet, though? Oh gosh, I'm not sure. I mean, there was really wasn't any. Oh well, okay. I guess the last thing is the what we can talk about at the very end of Friday, where Chase got up. Found a letter that Edward had written in his office. Yes. And by the time he got back to the den, Brooklyn was in his chair going, so what's going on? Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and she, I love the fact that she sat down in the chair. <laughs> yeah, she sat down there. That was fun. And, uh, but it's especially interesting uh, or, or, or dangerous or, or, or compelling or whatever word you want to put into it is the fact that, that Brooklyn is the one that has kind of seen what's going on. So if Chase opens up to Brooklyn, Brooklyn's going to try to stop it because she doesn't want Austin in the house to figure out the baby thing. Right. She don't want Austin in the house. Oh, well, you know, there's good reason not to want Austin in the house because, oh my goodness. He got an agenda. Yeah. A big one. Yeah. But, you know, he's got his little plant on the inside now, so he doesn't yes, he necessarily does. have to be there himself anymore. And he, you know, he really encourages Chase. To, what, they got it coming. They got it coming. They got it coming. They do. They do. But they do. They do. Come on. They do. What was the first thing that happens? They close ranks. What do the quarter mains do? They close ranks. Mm-hmm. Close ranks. Close ranks. Close ranks. Close ranks. Close ranks. Um... And I don't know, man, I just, like last week, I just really appreciate Ned and Olivia and stuff and the whole, like, even considering, well, maybe we should just let him in. And they're like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But, yep. like, taking the moment to pretty much be the Lila of the situation, who would be like, oh, why don't we just love him like the family that he is? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what's going on. We'll see what's going to happen next. We'll see what happened next week. Um, it was a good, uh, like, incline of excitement. I thought for the for the week, you know, oh, kind of I started so. off low, and then by Thursday and Friday, when that was finished, yeah. you're just like, oh, well, one thing, you know, we go back to the stalker a little bit. We didn't. Nicholas took it too far with that. Oh yeah, looking, he he fake stabbed. Was fake stab his kid and scared the crap out of him. Yeah, and and you know, so, okay, Nick Spencer probably deserved that to a certain degree, but. Trina didn't. He scared the crap out of Trina. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's not right. Absolutely. No, yeah, Nicholas did not do the right thing. There really isn't much to react or say to it because I think everybody's in agreement and has the same opinion on the matter. Yeah, pretty much. You know, yeah. like, that was a little much, Nicholas. Um, but yeah. also, like, not, like, 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 it but, was it was much, it was too much, but it was also soap too much in a way that wasn't like, what are they even doing? This is so weird. But, um, you know? like, with what Laura was telling uh, Nicholas, though, when she was... She was, oh, she mad as hell at him. Um, but um, she was absolutely correct by telling him, "You act like you are true, truly a Cassadine. This is a Cassadine thing. This is how a Cassadine handles things. This is a Cassadine re- reaction. Self-serving, selfish, yeah. not caring about anybody. Right, right. 
You so. are a Cassadine. Don't be one. Don't be a Cassadine. Don't be one. So we'll have to see how it all, how it all, how it all handles and turns out and such. So you know, we'll have to see. We'll, we'll have, have to, to see, see you next week, and then we'll see you, you know, and then we'll be back here next week to talk about it as well. Yep. And to tell you what we think, what we want, and how you're supposed to feel about it. <laughs> all right, folks. Let's get back into this elevator. We're gonna go back down to the first floor. We're gonna hop into our cars. We're gonna turn them on, and we're going to radio, you know, to tune the radio and connect our Bluetooths. And we're gonna go ahead and make sure everything's all in order. And we're gonna hit the road to drive all the way back to Los Angeles. Yep. Matt's gonna go home. So I've been Matt. And I've been Cat. And we will catch you right here next time on the 10th floor. Ta ta. Ta-da.